0: The Right to Ricky Sanchez podcast is brought to you by Big Barker Dog Beds. Get yours right now at the Process Pup Patch at bigbarker.com Ricky. And Live Ricky Four with Mike Scott and a very special guest mm. happening on Friday at Franklin Music Hall. Any guesses about the special guest, Mike?
1: Well, well, I know.
0: Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Tickets I, was on sale asked,
1: I was asked by a couple people, scale of 1 to 10, how special is the guest? And oh, I, it's and a I, ten. Well, I think Embiid, no, is it, Embiid and Hinky, I think, are the only 10s. Right. And it's not that, but it's close.
0: Hmm, yeah. Uh, it's, it's right up there. It's right under, and it's never going to be Hinky. and it could one day be Joel, but I actually don't think we're going to know this far in advance if it's Joel. I think he would just show up. Yeah. Like I, I don't think we would know. I don't think we would be able to plug it. We would be too scared. So mm-hmm. it is another, like he could come on Friday. I don't know, but that's not who we're talking about. Um, Anyway, uh, on the pod today, a mailbag, Ricky, a lot of great mailbag questions, and we will reveal, we will reveal, Mike, the location to Fly the Process 5, which will be on sale as soon as you hear this. Uh, Before we get going, on Thursday and Friday, I Ain't No Peach, the brand new mead from Colony Meadery, a peach and ginger flavored mead, will be available both at the taproom and uh, online. So if you go to ColonyMeatery.com and you use the code HIVE, you will get a poster of the artwork along with your order. Minimum order is 12, maximum is 24 cans. And, uh, but it's available at the Tap Room on Thursday in Allentown. So um, noon, I think noon on Friday, it's online. So ColonyMeatery.com, promo code HIVE, you get the poster and five bucks off. Without any further ado, Amos and the Chef. Welcome to the Rice Ricky Sanchez podcast. I'm Spike Eskin, along with a guy who is not doing the pod in the middle of a street or a fire this morning or a crime. That is Mike Levin.
1: Uh, might not be true. We, oh. I, am at work. I'm during. This is during lunch at work. So there are comedy writers within earshot who are going to be very confused by what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we our office is in like a sort of a weird part of town, far away. So if there's oh. uh you know, sirens or weird helicopter metal noises crunching together, then that's fine. And that's what Uh, we'll do.
0: This won't be a normal off-season pod in that it won't be an hour and 20 minutes long. Um, So we're going to get to the mailbag questions, and then we're going to get to Fly the Process 5, which is very, very special and for only the most special of our listeners. I wanted to kick it off with uh, an email from, is M-A-T-I-A-S Matthias or Matthias? Matthias. So this one's for you, Mike. Elton Brand calls you and says he has a plan to convert Al Horford, Tobias Harris, and Josh Richardson into Spencer Hawes, Evan Turner, and Isaiah Cannon. The only way that you can stop him is by listening to both iTunes review podcasts back-to-back <laughs> and streaming yourself doing it so people can see you reacting to them. Oh. Would you do it?
1: <laughs> Devastating. Uh, I, I, would, I would do it. I would take... Um, a very strong hallucinogenic beforehand.
0: <laughs> maybe a lot of mead. A lot of I ain't no peach. Uh,
1: and I would just sort of see where it goes. Just blast off into space. <laughs> and then maybe I should do that anyway. Maybe I should call Elton yeah. and pitch that to
0: him. Yeah. I, but the, I, I would be curious just to know as the, how Elton would make that plan happen. Aside from, I guess, just... I, I mean, is he actually turning them into them? Or is he just... So you think, like, chemically? Nothing. Yeah. That
1: seems more <laughs> unlikely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lorenzo Brown mailbag. Send us mailbag questions. Ricky Sanchez at gmail.com. Uh, this one is uh, actually live Ricky for related. On a scale of 1 to 10, this is from Michael, how confused do you think everyone that's done a uh, WritesRickySanchez uh, live uh, cameo has been by the content they're reading? Keep up the good work and see you at Live Ricky. So who's, who's done it so far? So, so far we have, and I will play the last one today, which is probably the best one. So, so far we've released Jaleel Okafor, uh, Andre Karolinko, Maurice Spates, and today's, actually I'll play this into the mic in case anyone hasn't heard it. Um, this one is from Jadakiss of the Locks. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is your boy Jaded Kiss of the Locks, and the only way you can get money, power, respect is by going to Live Ricky 4 with Mike Scott on Friday. Tickets at rights to ricky rickysanchezcom The Ricky is the Only Sixes podcast. You heard? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sounds like Amos works. doing a Jadakiss impression. <laughs> yeah, I've, now you see the video, it's definitely Jadakiss. Mm-hmm. So of those those uh those that we know about so far, there are a couple more in the works. Uh who do you think has been most confused by what they're reading? Like cuz Jadakis didn't sound conf- obviously he was confused, but he sounds like a professional carrier. carrier.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. the most he's the most comfortable. Yeah. Um I would say Andre Kirilenko was the the most delighted by it in a fun (laughs) way. Uh, Now,
0: you're telling me that Spates added a free Boosie himself? Yes. So, Marie, I did not write free Boosie in the script for Marie Spates, but Marie Spates, there's no doubt, remembers me from the Boosie stuff. Because, like, Spates used to tweet back, and I know he saw the T-shirt, because Iguodala has the T-shirt, and Iggy just played with Marie Spates. Like, there's no way that he doesn't know the boosie. So yes, he just added that himself. I At will say point, by the way, just, when uh, okay. when Andre Iguodala came to that first party I did, the end of the lockout party, we talked about an all free boosie team, like he constructed seven players in the NBA that he know that he knew were pro free boosie that would be on on this team. So um, I, I
1: would say as far as confusion goes, I would say similar to his Demeanor on defense, Julia Okafor was the most confused about this podcast and really everything in his life, possibly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's hear that real quick, just for, for old times' sake. Hey, this is Julio Okafor. Come to
1: live Ricky Four with Mike Scott on September 27th at the Franklin Music Hall. Get tickets at rights to rickysanchez.com. The Ricky is the only
0: stitches podcast. I love it. He's on another team. Uh, Enos Kanner said no, as we saw. Uh, and Live Ricky 4 is Friday. We're very, um, Mike Scott seems pretty fired up by the All whole All right, just wait, thing. play the Andre Kirilenko
1: one, because that's, that's the live okay. ball.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, hang on, let's just, let's do this. Former um, Sixer Andre Kirilenko. Former Sixer, barely former Sixer Andre Kirilenko. Still counts. Yep.
1: I'm on the short you got to come to a live Ricky Force with Mike Scott on September 27. Go to rise to rickysanchez.com for tickets. Don't miss it. The Ricky is
0: the only Sixers podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am on the short. <laughs>
0: I'm on the short. Love I it. love it. Uh, Mike guy. Scott seems pretty fired up. For live he Ford. is really fired
1: up. He's easily I think maybe tweets. we should get only role players from now on because he's so excited to do it. He's tweeting about it and posting about it yeah. all the time. It's gonna be he,
0: uh, he gonna fucking be loves loves the posters. I got the posters back all signed by him. I have to sign them now, and then you will sign them on Friday. He I mean, the it's
1: cool to be in the NBA, right? Like it's cool to be in the yeah. NBA. You get to go to, I'm sure, like Sixers Summer Splash or whatever the fuck it's called. Like you get some things, you get to tutor some kids and stuff. But like to be on like the the ride that Mike Scott's been on the last yeah four to six months has been unreal like he's become a cold hero now he's on this like vintage incredible like poster people are getting tattoos of him it's like a whole thing like we're really catching him obviously he's he's done some press about this but i think we're really going to dig into like what this is like it's not it's it's as if yeah like a a run-of-the-mill nba player got like a -a make-a-wish situation. And yes. so yeah, it's I'm really, I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued to see how, how this, how, how he, uh, how he's responded to all of it.
0: Yeah. I would agree with you. I, th- I think it must be like how he, he, I wonder if he thinks like, does this happen to everybody in Philadelphia? Like what mm-hmm. what is the or does she just buy it and he's like I'm fucking awesome? Like I wish wear? there was some
1: kind of like passing the torch, because James Ennis has had a little bit, obviously not to the extent of, of Mike Scott, but yeah, he's got there's there. the there's there's some segments online of of James Ennis fan. Uh, I wanted I want like some torch passing to Kylo Quinn. Like I want to see what yeah what that what becomes of that in the next five, six months.
0: Yeah, so tickets are available now. Uh, right at RickySanchez or at the Franklin Music Hall box office. It is general admission. Everyone uh, does get the seat. Seat though, it is seated. Um, the Process Hall of Fame inductions. It'll be awesome. Oh, yeah. I, st- I, I,
1: I I I started writing the uh, Bernadette. the Gate speech about Brian Colangelo's burner accounts, and I it gave me chills. My me thinking about it gave <laughs> me chills, and I'm I I don't know where it's gonna go. I'm still like sort of finding it, but. Um, this is the speech I was born to deliver. Yeah, and I I might like run into the crowd. I don't know. We have to figure it out. But I, I I'm sorry. Last year I got to do the pick swap trade, which was yep. or the pick swapping, which was which was dope, and that was great, and it was perfect. Um, but I think this will top it in in just sheer because I will I think I'll be reliving Fashion. it in real time.
0: Yeah. I, and I'm you are obviously far more of a writer than I am, but I am actually pretty proud of the Retweet Armageddon and TJ speeches, uh, which will happen. It will be Gilio, so it'll be Joe Gilio and w- and uh, Ike Reese doing Retweet Armageddon. Do
1: you think they're going to be better than the LL and Cornblow speech that I wrote for them last year?
0: Well, the speech, I don't know. A delivery, I, I, I thought LL and Cornblow did a, a good job, actually. They did. I wrote, a, like, yeah. I
1: wrote it in like legitimate scriptwriting software, so they, they, yeah, oh, really? they had the good stuff.
0: Um, all right, next. Uh, so we'll see you there. It's going to be awesome. We're all really, really fired up. Uh, the crowd's going to be great. Weather's am... going to be nice, so if you tailgate... Yeah,
1: be ooh, that'd be nice. fun. I'm taking the... I, I will have time before. I, after I sign all those fucking posters, I'll have probably time to hang out, and I will be absolutely oblivious and uh, losing my mind from the flay that I'm taking at 6 a.m. Oh, so. shut up. <laughs> So here, really. I will yeah. have, to, I'll have time. I hope my flight's four hours delayed so I can make a grand entrance, but uh, I know that would give no. you so much anxiety. Yeah, please.
0: No. You just, the, you're doors, just
1: vamping as I'm running through the streets of Philadelphia like Rocky. Just like yeah, people. I, I'm just
0: doing it myself. I don't have yeah. any backup. I don't even come up with anything. No, no uh, Doors are 630. 30. Um, next email. This one's from Zachary. Each offseason, I get carried away that our young core will improve in a linear fashion. Sounds familiar. Uh, but we saw Jason Tatum, with Jason Tatum that doesn't always happen. If you had to pick one of these options for this year, which would you choose? Option one, Ben becomes a below-average shooter this year, but will confidently take shots when he has them, and the defense has to respect his shot. Option two, Joel is healthy at the end of the year and comes into the season better conditioned. I've become increasingly confident that both could happen this sure. year, but it's not that likely that both will. That's yeah,
1: exactly. the, the, the mm-hmm. sort of conclusion he, he gets to at the end is, uh, is something I would get to for sure, that why not both? But I think, as we've said before, the thing that matters most is Joel's health, like in the long term yeah. for sure. There, you could argue that mm-hmm. this season for one year, Embiid as he was last year, let's not say worse, let's say Embiid as he was last year with a, a willing, shoot, willing shooter, Ben Simmons, there's a chance that the ben simmons thing matters more this year because embiid was so good in the playoffs last year despite his sickness and conditioning and all that stuff um, now with a not one but two capable backup centers to play behind him the the team will be better because of it so maybe if that's if that if the tide has been stemmed there then then it, then simmons becoming like a 30% three point shooter um would be better, but I'd still just for safety's sake, I'd still take a, a health, a healthy, well-conditioned Embiid.
0: Uh, so would I. Well, because they can't, they could win a championship without Ben shooting. They can't win a championship without, health, without a healthy Noel. Well, I mean, without a, a healthy oh wow, yeah,
1: <laughs> bringing it back,
0: um, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to get uh, the show, I'm going to keep bringing this up, but the show that I'm, I'm on, Perfect Harmony, takes place in Kentucky, so there's a lot of University of Kentucky references. And so I've gotten a couple sneaky references in, but I ha- it, the name Nerland's Noel, is t- it's just, it, it sticks out like a, sto- a sore thumb. Uh, so I couldn't like kind of sneak that in in a way. I could sneak in like a Tony Delk reference. Um, so, but I'm trying. Just know that I'm trying.
0: I, I believe you. Uh, Mike, it's time to make the announcement for Fly the Process Five. So the first bust the process. Obviously, it's Fly the Process now, which doesn't even make any sense. No, nope. because it was bust the process at first. So the first one was to Brooklyn in the middle of the week. I think we had like 120 people. It was very fun. You weren't able to go to that one. In a loss, um, right? A loss. The second one was to D.C. We had 500 people. Uh, Joel, of course, didn't play, but did take a picture on the court afterwards. We were threatened by the organization that we can't wear any Sixers gear or our fuck Andrew Sharp t-shirts. Year three Wait, in a loss, Washington. In a loss. Year three was to Milwaukee, was Justice for Joel, uh, Operation Shithole, where we went to get revenge for Joel's lost... Um, Rookie of the Year trophy and Dario's Rookie of the Year trophy. Malcolm Brogdon, like a coward, did not play, so we booed Tony Snell at <laughs> about 500 people. Last year was a touching one. We went to visit Dario and Robert Covington. Uh, the process and reunited the process core four, except that Joel didn't come. <laughs> um, but Covington and Dario that was in really Minnesota. Touch in Minnesota. So this year we took a long look at the schedule, and this is by far the cultiest thing that we've ever done.
1: Avoiding going to Boston on Super Bowl Sunday. Saturday. Super Bowl Saturday. Yes. Because you want to uh, get the malink on the, on the Eagles, I and now can't they're one and two because of it. I can't do
0: it. I can't. It's your fault. Um, and, and what we really came up with, and I've talked to, you know, the, the person that really injected this into my veins was Billboard's Jason Lipschitz. And he said, if you do this, this will be legendary. <laughs> so, um, so I'm talking with it's Joe. Like Lipschitz about it. is your hype
1: man. It's calling <laughs> things legendary. That is the least legendary thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: Oh, you're lying. This. So, <laughs> what I will tell you is that on New Year's Eve, we will be going. Well, we're going to go the day before. The Sixers play the Indiana Pacers at 3 p.m. on New Year's Eve. T.J. McConnell is in Indiana. On December 30th, we will leave for Indiana. We will go watch the game, uh, all sitting together, um, Pacers versus Sixers at 3 p.m. We will take a picture on the court afterwards, as we always do, and TJ uh, will be there on the court. Of course, Jakar Sampson, also on the Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon, also on the Pacers.
1: So the plan is to finally—this is less seeing TJ and more. We will follow Malcolm Brogdon anywhere (laughs) and boo his ass.
0: Yep. Um, but here is the most amazing part. So when, I'm consider- when we're considering this, I send a, a text to TJ. And I say, if we bring a couple hundred people to Indiana for the New Year's Eve game, and we have our own party on New Year's Eve, will you come to the party? And TJ responded, 1,000%, I will not miss it. So we will have our own private, all-inclusive New Year's Eve party. <laughs> um Everything is, and apparently it's like this legendary, like the oldest bar in uh, in Indianapolis. And we're saying at the Hyatt Place downtown, it's a brand new hotel, uh, right across the street from the arena. Three hour party, all the drinks are included, top shelf liquor. So domestic, imported craft beers, all premium liquors, house wines, food, soda. And TJ is there at our party, um, our New Year's Eve party. His his wife already, who hates us. Will never forgive us. This is Val. Um, yes, Valerie. Um, a fly the process T-shirt. So here's the price: the full package um, without airfare, anywhere from two ninety nine to three fifty nine. So that has the party, the ticket, the T-shirt, uh, and the hotel. And then if you have the flights, um, uh, if you have the flights, it's six forty nine to six ninety nine a person. Um, and you can just buy. Without the hotel, a game game ticket, court access, uh, the post game party, and the T shirt for 155 dollars. That's
1: that's if you don't want to fly from Philly or something. You're already in Indiana or something. Yeah,
0: you're already there. You can just drive there or something like that. Um, I gotta tell you, man, the pictures and the videos from that party will be fucking hilarious. (laughs) I don't think people. I don't know if anyone will write an article Mm -hmm. about this one because I don't even know if they can like it like. It takes too long. Why did we go to Indianapolis on New Year's Eve? And here's what I'll say about the the last thing I'll say. A couple people were like, why would I want to go to Indianapolis on New Year's Eve? Look, the truth is, why the fuck do you want to go anywhere on New Year's Eve? People look and look and look for something cool to do. You end up spending $100 for some place that you don't even want to be. Wouldn't you just want to hang out with people who are like-minded and will have a good time and T.J. McConnell on New Year's Eve?
1: And... Central America. Central or America. whatever it's called.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not Central America. So there America. we go. New Year's Eve, Indianapolis. What a wild time. My wife is coming. Um, really? She, she was not thrilled. Mm. I will pay for this one. Um, but my wife is definitely coming on this one. She did not come to Minneapolis. She did come to Milwaukee.
1: So Middle America. Central Middle. America, different place.
0: Different, different, like country.
1: Altogether, really. Yeah. I, w- I was so intent on not saying Middle East that I just avoided it entirely.
0: <laughs> this is going to be wild. Like, truly, truly, truly wild. And I can tell you this. I, Operation Make TJ Cry is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. The T-shirt, which I think has to be TJ as Dick Clark in front of the New Year's Rockin' Eve oh, sign fun. or whatever. Yeah. So, Operation Make uh,
1: Brogdon Cry. Different yes. w- different reasons.
0: Yeah. Who do we boo if he doesn't play again? Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Um, all right, back to the mailbag. So we hope to see you there. Oh, and by the way, last thing. If you, uh, so we'll be able to take um, deposits for this at LiveRicky4. If you do it at LiveRicky4, you get $25 off. So basically, like you get your almost your entire ticket price back if you reserve at LiveRicky4. So we'll be there as well. Um, here we go. This one comes from Jeff. No, this is from Paul. Sorry. Paul in the mailbag. Long-time listener, first-time mailbagger. I'm curious to see who you guys will think will end up the regular season with a higher three-point percentage, Tobias Harris or Josh Richardson. Thanks. I will hang up and listen.
1: Um, I think that Josh will have more open looks. It seems like they will leave him more regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both guys will take a higher percentage of their shots off the dribble, maybe in a pick-and-roll either with him, Beater Simmons or Horford, Uh, Horford being the best screen setter out of those guys. Um, Tobias likes his little trail threes. I, I will say they both shoot well, but because of the types of looks Josh will get, I will say Josh will shoot a higher percentage from three. And maybe that's bad. Maybe I want to buy Maybe to buy it. I mean, to buy a shooting like 42 plus percent from three would be, we win 65 games if that happens.
0: We take a break from the Rice of Ricky Sanchez podcast to talk about our very special sponsor, Big Barker Therapeutic Dog Beds. Mike, in my office right now at my job, I have two Big Barker Dog Beds in their boxes set to bring to Live Ricky Four on Friday.
1: I love that. Are you sort of breaking them in?
0: No, no, I keep them in the boxes because they're, they'll never, it won't fit in my car. So, so I have to bring over to the venue, uh, not only the dog beds, but 200 cardboard tubes for the posters. Uh, so, uh, so I w- wouldn't even really have the room uh, if, I, if I unleashed them. So I'll unleash them on stage.
1: Let's see if we can drum up some money to get Kristen a flatbed truck.
0: Yes, that would be great. At least Renner won, yeah. and then she could carry all the stuff for You might be asking, why are you bringing dog beds to your live show on Friday? Well, this would be the first time you ever listen to the pod. Uh, there will be two dog beds on stage. We're thinking about where we're putting them. I also thought it might be funny to put them right in front of the podium. So for the Process Hall of Fame speeches, not only will you and I have two people sitting on dog beds, but former pro bowler Ike Reese <laughs> will have two people sitting on dog beds as he talks about Retweet Armageddon. Um, something I just explained to him uh, two days ago.
1: Unfathomable how dumb this is.
0: (laughs) Go to bigbarker.com slash Ricky. Go to bigbarker.com slash Ricky. Get your pup a Big Barker dog bed. It's the only real dog bed on the market. I say that in that I've had previous dog beds for Rebel, and he lays on the bed and he just sort of sinks to the ground because they're just sort of like pillows. Whereas the Big Barker dog bed is a real bed with real memory foam engineered by experts to support your dog as your dog gets older. Um, imagine how your joints would feel if you slept on the floor. I've done that before. It feels like shit. Well, if you, if your dog is sleeping on one of those beds every night, he's going to feel like shit, especially if your dog is bigger, especially over 50 pounds. I've, my friend Alex, I told him I met his dog Jake. His dog Jake is a big dog, probably 70 pounds, doesn't have a big barker. I'm going to buy him the big barker just so he has one. Um, if you go to bigbarker.com slash Ricky, you'll get the big barker dog bed, but also the process pup patch, so you can iron it on and send us a picture of your dog on the bed. Go to com slash process pup to see the dog beds. No slash big barker? Hmm. I don't know. Just go to the process pup section on the website. Anyway bigbarker.com slash ricky there's a ten year warranty to the bed the foam doesn't flatten or they replace it for free a one-year at home trial they will pay for shipping to send the bed back if you don't like it uh... and it's made in the usa big barker dog beds woof woof now back to the pod I, i actually think it's going to be tobias and what i hope they do is you know the way the starting lineup is constructed he's playing three and one of the things that I thought always hurt Covington's three-point percentage was playing three, um, because he didn't get those power forward looks from three, and like he he always seemed like there was somebody on him. He didn't get a ton of open looks. I hope they find a lot of ways for Tobias Harris to play four, mm-hmm. and I think if they do, no matter who's on the court, whether it's whether it is Horford or uh, or or Embiid or Simmons even playing five or, you know. I think he's going to get better looks that way. Um, you know, I I think it'll be tougher in the Simmons lineups for him to get them, but as he's more of a, you know, a, a focus and and he's covered by a wing, but I think if he's covered by a big um or even another four, I think he'll be in a better shape. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Harris. I
1: yeah. think I we we're, we're all expecting him beating Horford to start and finish games together but I think over the course of the game there'll be a lot of times when they're only one of them's on the court and I, mm-hmm. I, I think it'll ultimately be like Embiid Mike Scott becomes a pairing and Horford Tobias becomes a pairing and they sort of like become the fours there because Scott is really a really a three, like they tried him at five before uh, in the playoffs and just like couldn't hang vertically Yeah, um, and I think he's he's he can move his feet like sort of uh, functionally on the perimeter, but I, I don't think you want him chasing guys around stuff. So I think he's also a four in the same way Tobias is. But the Tobias said he has been working on all offseason on his lateral quickness, and as a guy who's gotten better at things year after year, he's sort of just added things to his game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I sort of just kind of trust him to to be that guy.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think at he would say twenty seven. You, you get to a certain point where your skills get better. I don't know how much better has body's going to get, and I mm-hmm. think lateral quickness is, a, you know, is a, a physical skill, not mm-hmm. like a skill skill. So I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see. I, like with all, of, I, and I'm I'm optimistic about the Sixers this year. I'm optimistic about them potentially having the best record in the conference. I think that the weird thing is we just have no idea what they're going to look like a lot, you know, and what the lineups are going to be, and. Um, and even how the Horford and Bead thing works. And I think there's a chance it could be dominant, but I I also think that there's a chance that, once again, it takes them 30 games to start to figure out what the rotation is and, you know, how much Thiebel can play and and that kind of stuff. So who their secondary creator is really, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, This one comes from Jeff Spike, since you asked. Here are several mailbag questions. I don't expect all to be answered, but we'd be pleased if they were. We recently had a debate at work about how many chicken wings we could consume in 24 hours. I said I could consume 200 easily. Which, that's there's no way. Which current Sixer could eat the most wings in 24 hours and how many would they eat?
1: You're the wing ball guy.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm the end of wing ball guy. Uh, It's Embiid. Um, It's just Embiid. How many could he eat?
1: I I have dark horse 120? Kylo Quinn belief.
0: Yeah, I mean he could be a wing eater. He's a big guy. You got to pick a big guy. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. Um, could he eat a hundred? You could probably eat a hundred. Sure. Yeah, that that's two hundred wings is a lot of wings. That's not mm. legitimate. Um, I have started putting TTP after my signature on receipts. Is my dedication to the process too much? I love it. No, I think that's good. My wife got drunk one night and named our five future children. Three boys, two girls, all had the middle name Joel. Is her dedication to the process too much?
1: I think that's nice. I would switch out their last names and maybe add a make joel you know, some versions the way he spells it, some version with like an L and an E at the end. Mm, Give it a little Joelle. variety. Yeah. yeah.
0: And finally, I work for a very large organization that has people all over the world. I've been having random people email a coworker of mine, and all it says is trust the process. How can I escalate this? I think you better be careful. Um, That's all I I would say. My brother once started signing his emails, uh, Jeff Eskin, even though his name is Jason, because he thought it was funny. And his boss was furious when he found out and made Hmm. him stop signing emails, Jeff. Odd choice. Uh, so we have time for one more. Do you want the one from Brett, from Ian, or from Ned?
1: Um, let's go Ian.
0: From Ian. Hi, Spike and Mike. I just realized that the Sixers' starting five might be tattoo-free. Is that right? Do you think any of the starting five have secret tattoos, and is it unique to have a tattoo-less starting five? I should note that I have nothing against tattoos. Well, that has to be pretty unique in the NBA. Josh Richardson doesn't have any tattoos?
1: I thought he did, but I might be making that up.
0: Yeah, I, I, the idea of Josh Richardson has tattoos.
1: <laughs> the idea of Horford definitely does not. No. I like that Simmons keeps a clean arm. Right. I could see Embiid having a secret one. Simmons. I could see Simmons having one like on his thigh or something. Um, maybe Tobias? I don't know. It is interesting. I don't think about it. There's so... it's. Well,
0: I mean, Horford's brand would never have tattoos. He would be the most untattooed guy. Uh, One of them, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I need confirmation that Josh Richardson doesn't have a tattoo. I don't believe that
1: at all. All right. Like we can ask the Brett question also. How do you guys okay. receive your breaking Sixers news Are there certain or NBA news? Are there certain Twitter accounts you guys have push notifications turned on for, such as Woj, Shams, Serena Winters, Tom Moore, et cetera? How about you, Spike?
0: What I've learned is that, like, we follow enough people that you don't really need to follow anybody. <laughs> In that, if you follow enough NBA people, all of the relevant news will be tweeted out. I don't even follow Woj. I don't follow him because he gets tweeted into my timeline when it matters. So, same with Sham. So, I don't, I follow Serena winners. I follow Derek. I follow Tom Moore. Kyle Newbeck. I uh, I don't really I receive the news from Twitter, but I don't think I receive it from anyone. I just it, everything gets crowdsourced into my feed. Mm.
1: I have know. some I have Woj and Shams alerts, and oh, I don't really? follow people that I probably should follow.
0: You have alerts, set Huh? Yeah. Hmm. Why not? Got to
1: know. Got to hear the. Uh, Got to hear the info. Got to get the news yeah. quick. But I don't follow some. I keep a tight follow list because and i and i've muted some people that i do follow which is a weird weird odd phenomenon in in yeah. this in this time that we live in yeah. um but you uh
0: want to unfollow right yeah, it you is can't, so you weird.
1: can't make the public unfollow but right. you don't want to see what they have to say anymore <laughs> weird times uh,
0: all right well um, Fly the Process Five is uh, is up for deposits and uh, <laughs> now so instead happy. of
1: now instead of uh, alarms, you're hearing just people doing bits with each other in the r- next room over.
0: <laughs> this is what
1: you get. This is uh, what you get.
0: And very excited to see everyone uh, at at uh, Live Ricky Four on Friday. And yes. Everyone else tomorrow night. So this comes out on Wednesday. Tomorrow night, watch Mike's new show, Perfect Harmony. Perfect Harmony. See that's right. What Set time? the
1: DVR. It's at... 8.30, so there's an Eagles game, so just set the DVR and watch it. You can watch it on Hulu the next day or NBC.com. I promise you the pilot is good. I did not work on the pilot. I had nothing to do with the pilot. I just got hired on it because I like the pilot so much. The pilot is very good, and there's Sixers reference. There's like a Philly. I have the Tiger plays, I'll just tell you. Uh, hmm. And it's good, and it's really nice. It's not Glee. It is like funny or a lot funnier, and, but it, and it's dark and cool. So watch the show. I swear to God it's good. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't be as, I wouldn't be advocating for the show as much if I didn't think it was good. I've, I've, luckily, I've been fortunate to only work on shows that are actually good. There are so many bad shows, and I've been fortunate to work on the good ones. This Trial and error only got two seasons. Uh, I want this one to get a lot more um, because it's good, and that was good, and you just got to watch it. It's really nice. Tell your, tell your parents. Tell your sweet aunt and uncle. It's nice.
0: Well, uh, I will watch it. I will not watch it uh, live, but I will DVR it and watch it afterwards. Well, I did a podcast during the Eagles game last time. I mean, yeah, I suppose I could. Watch True enough. It. True enough. All right, I will see you on Friday. Right? In, well, I won't see you right and early. Don't miss your flight.
1: Uh, I yeah. It could be. It could get ugly. I hope I'm late. <laughs> I'm not going to try to be late, but I do hope bitterly that the flight is late. <laughs>
0: I fucking hate you. <laughs> I've never hated anyone so much.
1: <laughs> oh, That'll be great.
0: Are, are you down with TTP?
1: Yeah, you know look